This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some didn't I just feed you version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone even our last-minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up and the process is automated so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. Most experts will probably tell you like, If you establish the same routine around an afternoon snack, whether it's after school or whether you like have your kids at home and it's just snack time, that like from this time, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. is the snack window and you can eat whatever you need to in that hour. And then that's then there's like a clear cutoff that will help you in the long run if you establish that routine. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding us kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. And today we're going to complain about snacks. <laughs> we're literally going to complain about, like, didn't I just feed you? Wait, yeah. Oh, right? I didn't even really make that connection when we planned this episode. This is where didn't I just feed you really came from, is this time. These, like, three hellish hours between school pickup and dinner where your kids are like, I'm so hungry. I need a snack. Actually, I think we might have recording of both Ella and yes. Oliver saying that. <laughs> I need another snack. 
Mom, I want a snack. <laughs> Can I have Can another I snack? Here? Can I have another snack? I'm so hungry. What do we do about this time? I find <sighs> it the most exhausting, the most trying on my patients. And I'm a food professional, so I can't even imagine, like, how other parents feel. And, like, do you give your kids a big snack at 3 or 3.30 when you get home? Or even probably you guys get home get home a little later, your, gu- your guys. Your guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get home at, like, 4, 4.15. And then, like, do you give them a big snack? Because dinner's not that far away. It's so interesting because I think that – I always think about this. I feel like when – I've realized in my now 12 years of parenting that when I get most frustrated with my kids, it's because I am the one who has a problem, right? So it's I'm stretched too thin or I'm stressed out or I haven't gotten everything done that I wanted to get done. And so I'm mad at them that they're you know, that they're being kids pretty much. (laughs) And I'm like, why are you doing this right now? Like I didn't finish my work and I'm trying to finish and you're being a child. It's like, well, Stacey, you know, I mean, that's what they do. So this whole snack thing, when I was reflecting on it in advance of this episode, this recording, I realized it's because I still don't know how to freaking shop for snacks. Ooh. Right? So they keep like, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? It's partly like, ah. And then I'm like, how can I not know how to shop for snacks? I'm a professional, like you said. So there's a couple of things here, right? A couple of things to unpack. But the main one is that their needs around snack time keep changing. Like they keep switching the target on us because their schedule keeps changing. They keep growing their activities change, (laughs) like dinner time keeps changing. So it's just, I just want to like honor this. Like I want to honor them and the fact that like they're hungry and they're just doing what they need to do. I want to honor us that, you know, like if you've been parenting for 12 years and you still don't have it down, that's okay too. (laughs) I don't either. And this is my job. Yeah. Right. And it's it's not just because we're idiots. It's because it's, it's hard. Yeah. And like it just keeps changing. So like, or you know, they pick up athletics or their appetites change because it's winter. Oh, wait, now it's summer, or at least here in the northeast where the seasons change. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, the boys, Oliver gets home at like 3 30 and Isaac gets home at 4.15. And those are on non-after-school activity days. Which is a whole other thing. Because right. you have at least one day a week where you're, like, basically in the car all afternoon for basketball. And you also have to feed both of the boys in the car. There's always an after-school snack in their backpack. Okay. And for Isaac, when he has sports, so, like, football season – basketball season, there's multiple. Like his backpack is like an arsenal of snacks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wait, I want an arsenal of snacks. That's a thing I actually want. Yeah, you do. I do too. Except he burns off his snacks in like two seconds. <laughs> okay, but we should <laughs> also talk about, we should talk about that too, because you're talking about, you know, feeling frustrated that you're not sure how to shop for things. A little bit of my thing is like, 
Snacks are expensive. Oh, Packaged totally. snacks are expensive. And it's hard to navigate the snack aisle and be like, well, is this nutritious? Is If I spend $7 on this bag of crackers, is it going to be two servings? Is it going to be one serving? How long is it going to keep them hungry for? And totally. it's always changing You mean too. full? Like how yes. long is it going to be? Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this thing where I don't see – your kids are still small. So I used to be able to put like, here's a bag of tortilla chips – and then, like, they'd put their backpack in their cute little cubby. And then at the end of the day, they'd put their backpack on their cute little back. And then somehow, very gently, approximately, they'd get home. Okay. If you put tortilla chips in Isaac's backpack, can I curse? I want to curse so do it. badly. Samantha's going to bleep you, but just okay, do it. great. It's a <laughs> disaster. <laughs> So he's in middle school. He takes his backpack around all day. He has an iPad for school. So they get crushed. He's got a little tiny bit of pig pen in him, you know, from the peanuts. Yeah. Or from peanuts, not the peanuts. That made me sound ancient. And so, like, inevitably, the crushed tortilla chips, like, the bag opens and they get everywhere. And, you know, so then he comes home and he's like, that was a dumb snack, mom, and, like, rolls his eyes at me. So, like, now I can't even put anything that can get crushed in a backpack because he's throwing it in the gym after school because he's going to play basketball for a few minutes. Like, so it has to be sturdy. It can't get crushed. Like, there are certain granola bars Yep. That are too yeah, crunchy, sense. that are too mm-hmm. soft, that can't go in there. It's like, what? Okay, what can I do? And then, like you said, the price, if it's individually packed, tons of waste and really expensive. So I just feel like the choices are so limited. <laughs> yeah. cr- can you tell? Does it sound like I'm about to cry? <laughs> I'm like, Stacey, how can I save you? You're supposed to be the beacon for me because your kids are older. You're supposed to have it down. Okay. But I think this is a really good opportunity. Like you're saying, it always changes. But let's address what's working for us right now. Your boys are older. They have activities after school. So tell us what's working for you. And then I'll speak to, I have a preschooler and a first grader and they come home after school pretty much every day. And I'll talk about what's working for us. Okay. Okay. So the number one thing that works for the 12 year old is giving him money. I'm not joking. Oh, snap. I didn't even think about that. See, you're my beacon. Okay. So here's the thing though. And this is required. Go back and listen to the episode with Jill Castle. Yes. Where I had a moment with Jill Castle on that recording in that interview where I was like, I have to just let go because the choices that he makes are horrendous. I regularly find in bathrooms across my home, including the bathroom. I'm like, why'd you throw that out in the bathroom garbage can? Anyway, Wrappers for Twix bars, Dorito bags, just crap. And um, and he's like, oh, I bought that after school. I'm like, didn't you have practice? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so that, fine. Okay. I want to say, like, not a smart choice for before practice. Yeah. Delicious, FYI. 
I I feel you, kid. Get it. But plus he's I just like burning through those calories too. So like a candy bar is kind of nothing for him. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So okay, fine. But that that really does alleviate pressure on me. And hopefully he's learning something. If you feel like crap at the end of practice, I hope you're putting that together. You know, sometimes I try to have those conversations with him, sometimes I don't. Yeah. So, but money, giving him money helps. Um, I have found a handful of protein bars and I used to concern myself with variety and kind of mixing it up and making sure that my snack drawer had, a, you know, a lot of different kinds of things. Nope, not so much anymore. So uh, Cliff Z bars. Mm. You turned are, us on to those actually last yeah. summer when we were all in Atlanta. You're like, oh, my boys love these and my kids fell in love with them. They're kind of delicious. Yeah. It's just yeah. like a go-to. Like the texture, they hold up in the in their backpacks. The guys like the flavor. The ingredients list feels like the right like compromise or whatever. I don't know. If, I don't even know if it's a compromise. I don't mean that in a judgmental way. It's just like I feel fine about it. They like it. It's fine. It works. So I get like two to three boxes a week. A week. Yeah. Because... One bar isn't enough for Isaac. So that's where it goes a little bit like, meh, because then the sugar really does add up on those. Yeah. Because one isn't enough. Now, what he should do is when he's home, he should pair it with a piece of fruit or a cheese stick or both or like chips and hummus. And that's what I try to steer him towards. Because we have the problem of what do we do when he's out of the house or when they're both out of the house versus when they're in the house. Home. Yeah. At home is easier in a lot At of At home ways. is much easier. So what I've tried to tell him to do is there's a cliff bar or beef jerky works really well for him. Um, roasted chickpeas works yes. really well for him. Good snack. Yeah. RX bars, ridiculously expensive, but I eat splurge on those for him during sports season, not on the regular. Um, and he can't open them at school because they have nuts. Yeah. But those are a handful of things that I like to keep in his backpack for him. And then I tell him to go out and get a slice of pizza because that has bread and cheese and it's just yummy. And a slice is very affordable and very easily accessible in New York City like every other block, basically. I feel a little jealous of that. Like, I'm like, oh, I would, my kids could have pizza almost every day for a snack if it was just like on our way home. It is not. Yeah. So like, you know, a Cliff Bar and a slice of pizza or an RX Bar and a slice of pizza, I feel like that covers him. Yeah. The little one's a little harder because he can't go out on his own. So when he's out all day, I really have to like pack something for him. So I'll do, he does, and he's pickier. So no beef jerky for him. He finds that really gross. Made Good is a brand that he likes. I know he thinks beef jerky is like the most disgusting thing. I don't know why that's thing. funny to me, but it is. <laughs> it is. In a couple I mean, years, I he might not feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, it is weird. It's weird. He likes Made Good. He likes pretzels. He likes popcorn. It can't have cheese on it. It can't have flavor on it. <laughs> Plain pretzels. Wait, what about popcorn mixed with things? Because you have this great yes. like, snack mix recipe yes. and make it in your book, make it easy. Yes. Where it's like popcorn and peanuts and yeah. M&Ms and pretzels. Like any kind of DIY quote unquote trail mix, I'll let him mix it up. Can't have nuts or seeds. Um, we'll do that. Like, you know, 
popcorn, nuts, seeds, dried fruit he loves, pretzels, like all of that kind of like bulk aisle stuff. And then he can put little mini chocolate chips, like that kind of stuff delights him. You mentioned mini marshmallows, and you'll talk about that with Emmett. Mm-hmm. But like that kind of stuff. He has like a, a little bit more of a little kid's palate. Yeah. And I'll put that kind of stuff in his backpack. And then usually if he's doing something after school, it's either me or sometimes a sitter getting him. And if it's a sitter, then I put money in his backpack so she can help with a slice of pizza or I will then pack something fresh. He won't eat string cheese unless it has just come out of the refrigerator. He won't eat yogurt unless it has just come out of the refrigerator. Um, He won't eat fruit unless it's, you know, like I've just brought it from home. It can't be squishy or smushed or like if it's been cut, like strawberries that have been cut and have been in a container and have moved around too much. You know how they have like, Oh, I get juicy. I relate to this deeply because as a kid, it's a texture thing. Yeah. The the cheese, yogurt, and the fruit, like, I could not eat bananas for a long time because it was, like, too soft. It'd have to be, like, basically a green banana. I've grown up. Can you hear me that I can't deal? (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) Or I can bring, then I can bring him chips because they haven't smashed too much with a little thing of hummus on the side that has to be cold straight from the fridge. And then, and then those are the kinds of things also I'll give him when he's home. Yeah. And he'll also do, he'll eat hard-boiled eggs all the time. Hard-boiled egg cannot come straight from the pot. It can't be warm or room temperature. It has to be cold. It has to have salt and pepper on it. Okay. Wait, have you guys heard of this brand? It's called Peckish Snacks. It's like a hard-boiled egg package with a little seasoning dip. Oh. That you can take on the go. Yes. It's new to me too. Have you seen it? Yeah, I think I I think we I did I post it on Facebook or did you post oh, it maybe. in our Facebook feed? Yes, it looks delicious. Although I have a weird thing about prepackaged eggs, but this looked really well done. Don't you have a thing about packaged hard-boiled eggs too, or is it just me? I I mean, I feel the same way a little bit. I think we talked about this in an episode with Laura Fuentes where, like, she really loves them. I If it's just a plain hard-boiled egg, I can't do it. But if I could, like, grab a peckish snack kind of thing on the go, I would do that. Or if I was, like, on a road trip and I needed hard-boiled eggs, I would do that. Um, because my kids will eat those too. Yeah. I think it's kind of a genius idea, honestly. I kind of, when I saw it, I was like, I wish I started that company. Right. Because here's the thing. There's such a market for snacks on the go snacks because parents need them. Totally. Well, actually all people need them. That's true. You're, I mean, we need them too, honestly. That's what our lightning round should be. We should talk about our favorite. Yes. Yes. You're totally right. Okay, I want to hear about what snacks work for you guys as well. Yeah. But I also want to know about like these single serving packs. You guys don't do as much on the go stuff. See, your kids are little and they come home after school. But like individual servings of hummus, like individual servings of guacamole, which don't even get me started. I feel like that's really weird. (laughs) Packaged guacamole weirds me out. But I get it. It's weird. It's weird to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like cottage cheese, like... I mean, honestly, even yogurt, but like individual yogurt drinks. Oh, my kids would probably drink that. I should probably get yogurt drinks or kefir. Yeah, that's a great idea. 
So I have to say that when we started like really reading in our grocery budget last year, the first thing to go was prepackaged snacks. Yes. Because not only is it a waste issue, it's really expensive. And so like I don't even buy string cheese anymore. I just buy like the big block of cheese and we have cheese and crackers after school. But again, my kids are not on the go or like we pack them in a stasher bag and take them to the park with us. So my kids come, you know, they come home at like three or four and we eat snacks at home. So I don't have to worry about that. I think the waste part of it is something that's like very individual. Like if you really need to take a snack with you and you maybe not doing it every single day, I, I don't know. Don't feel guilty about the waste. It's hard enough to be a parent. I totally agree with you. I personally do feel guilty about it, though. Do you? So I do. I do. Well, stop I just it, think, Stacey, Stop it. Well, I just want to. <laughs> I want to do better. So it's a personal choice, yes. and I'd rather. Yeah. I, but also, my kids are older, so I feel like I'd rather just find a different solution. And I yes. feel like my kids have enough flexibility. And honestly, like I'd rather just give them uh, like a crappier snack. <laughs> <laughs> care as much anymore now that they're bigger <laughs> or well, something. Said, like, I don't know. <laughs> that's sort of all in line with all of your feeding philosophies where you're like, okay, when they're really little, it's really important because yeah. their bodies are so much smaller and the concentration yes. of what they're getting, whether it's like pesticides or whether it's vegetables is more important. And now they're like 12 and nine and it's like, they're kind of larger format in general. Yeah. <laughs> and so they can take some of the junk. And I just like so appreciate that you're like letting go. And yeah, parenting I know is a that process that's a struggle of letting for go. You. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. And you only can control it for so long. You know, and that waste really makes a difference. Like it's their world. Like I'd rather they have a planet mm. and eat some Doritos. I don't know. It does, I don't know if it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense, yeah, but mean, it's just hard here's for the, me. Here's the really hard truth. And I think we should talk about this in a future episode, like how we can minimize less waste in the kitchen or around snacks and around feeding our families. But everything, whether it's like fruit, which seems like the least offensive kind of snack, comes with some waste. Like it's yes. shipped to the store from the farm. There's no way. And like it has a sticker on it, a sticker that can't be recycled or composted. So you can't really get away from having some waste with snacks. That's true. So maybe like have a little less guilt and and try to balance like, okay, maybe you maybe hummus or like individually wrapped string cheese works really well for you now in this season of life and you can't get away from that. But maybe you can redirect like waste in another part of your kitchen. Like maybe you can compost and so at the end, you're kind of at a zero sum. Like, yes, you're wasting some, but yes, you're conserving some. And just stop feeling guilty. I think Please that's stop a feeling guilty, really, Stacey. really great point. And I do think that that's sort of the point of all of this conversation around snacks is that it's all a season and it all just keeps shifting. But yes, one thing that you and I both grapple with that I want to talk about is, and then I swear we're going to get to what works for you, because I do think that people want to hear the specific <laughs> suggestions, right? So we went okay. through mine. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to, we want to keep them listening, Megan. Yes. We want to hear yours too. They're going to have to still tune in. Is the, you know, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Constantly from the minute they get home 
until dinner and how to modulate when we say yes and when we cut them off. Because I think we've both had the experience throughout the ages of saying like, wait, no, dinner's about to happen. And that being a good call. literally saying, didn't I just feed you? You just had a snack. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's It's the right call to make. And sometimes I've had like... I've made the wrong call and I've been like, dinner's about to happen. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, five minutes before dinner's about to happen, Oliver has a complete meltdown Mm -hmm. because he is too hungry to deal because I should have just freaking given him a snack. And I'm like, oh, and then like dinner's a disaster (laughs) because he can't handle it. He was, he's too hungry. It's over. Game over. So how do you how do you deal? Yeah. yeah. I don't have a concise answer. I think there are a couple different strategies. And again, they all speak to different seasons. Most experts will probably tell you, like, if you establish the same routine around an afternoon snack, whether it's after school or whether you, like, st- have your kids at home and it's just snack time, that, like, from this time, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. is the snack window. And you can eat whatever you need to in that hour. And then that's, then there's like a clear cutoff that will help you in the long run. If you establish that routine, I have not. So it bites me in the all the time that like, I sometimes give snacks right up until dinner. And I think the other thing, the other strategy is that you can move dinner up. I think Melissa D. Arabian talked about this when we talked about the picky eater project that she was really running into her kids just like being famished when they came home from school. Uh, but then they'd eat a bunch of snacks and then they wouldn't eat the dinner that she prepared that was like full of the nutrients she wanted them to have. And so she just swapped them. She had they had dinner at 4 p.m. and then they had a snack later in between bed and bath, which could be a genius move depending on the season that you're in. And if you're able to pull that off, like if you can meal prep on the weekends and just have to reheat something when everyone gets home, it might work well for you. It's a difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing. And sometimes I'm just like yelling at, honestly, I'm just yelling at them, (laughs) being like, you just had a snack. Dinner is 30 minutes away. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to melt down. I usually cut snacks off at a certain time, you know, like an hour before dinner. But I do try to keep an eye on when they're eating more. And it does become clear to me I don't know. I think it's a personality thing. I tend to be, I tend to notice a lot of details in general. So I do tend to realize when my boys are going through a growth spurt. It might take me like a week, a week and a half, but I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, you guys are eating so much and I'll figure it out. And then I'll kind of, I'll get more lax. Um, Otherwise, that hour, hour and a half before dinner, you can have a piece of fruit or carrots. Something that if it spoils Ooh. your dinner, I'm going to feel less bad about it. You saying that reminded me, um, Tracy Benjamin, in her meal prep episode with us, she talked about how she cuts up veggies and like that's the snack. If you're really hungry in between snack time and dinner time, it's like a little sneaky way to get some veggies in, put out a fruit, cut up fruit and veggie platter. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, what's very interesting. What I've realized is that, especially Oliver, that if I'm like, okay, you're hungry, you can have carrots. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll either say, okay, fine. 
usually begrudgingly. And then he'll eat carrots and he'll be like, I'm still hungry. And I'm like, then have more carrots. And he'll be like, fine, I'm still hungry. And then I know he's really hungry. And I'll usually like relent and be like, fine, have a piece of like toast or have another, I don't know, whatever cheese stick. But then I feel like the kid's really hungry. Like, and I'm not going to have dinner ready for another hour. And then I don't mind because I feel like he's hungry. And if he's not hungry, if he just wanted a snack, he'll always say no to the fruit and veggies. Always. <laughs> like, he's never just going to be like, oh, awesome. Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I scored. <laughs> never. Like, Isaac never. actually might, because Isaac loves, like, pineapple. If there's cut pineapple, he'll be like, ooh, psych. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But, like, Oliver will never. He'll be like, mm, yeah, never mind, lady. Oh. And I'll be like, oh, what? You didn't want carrots? And he's like, oh, what? Huh? Uh? Like, as he's halfway up the stairs to his room. <laughs> like, gotcha. Isaac and Oliver never listen. <laughs> your, your impression of them. I'm sure they know it. They do. <laughs> I do. It's good. Advice. It's really good. So I feel like also that's a good gauge for you to yeah, offer right? them like, something if you're, like that. If, if you're really hungry, you're going to eat sliced cucumber or carrots or an apple. And, and if you're not really, this, then... This works for kids who aren't, like, super picky. That, that gets into True. a whole different realm. Although I feel like even picky, they're um, like except for the most eaters. extreme yeah. picky eaters, most kids have like a fruit or vegetable that they would eat. Yeah, you know, I'm not offering. I'm not being like, oh, do you want raw cauliflower to yeah. my seven year old? But I'm saying, That's hey, true. you love cucumbers in general, so if you're really hungry, let me slice up a cucumber for you. Yeah, totally. Um, when you say that you're starving, so I'm so hungry, Mama. Um, so what snacks are working for you these days? What snacks? Oh, you turned me on to this smoothies as an after-school yes. snack. Yes. Because I can make like a big one for both kids and yep. even for myself and like just use frozen fruit, a handful of spinach, whatever milk we have on hand. Sometimes I add nut butter or yogurt or even cottage cheese to add a little extra protein. Love it. My kids will drink that up. We do, again, a budget is like a really big concern in our house these days. So we do lots of cheese and crackers because because we can buy crackers inexpensively in a big block of cheese. Um, same thing. Yo- I mean, my kids love the like two yogurt tubes or squeeze pouches, but we've really stopped buying those and started just buying like unsweetened plain Greek yogurt and then adding like granola or cereal and a little bit of maple syrup or honey to sweeten it. Also cereal, breakfast cereal. I don't yes. know why, but I don't love to serve breakfast cereal for breakfast, but we buy it to have on hand and we serve it a lot as like an after school snack. So you can have like cereal and milk and they seem to really love that. My and kids it fills them too. up and keeps them satisfied. Feels a little like a treat too, which I always think is a win. We do popcorn a lot and we do your trick of like popcorn with peanuts or pretzels on top. Emmett, my four-year-old, is weirdly obsessed with salted roasted peanuts and mini marshmallows right Love now. It. Like that's his favorite snack. And I feel like I can add other nuts and um, dried fruit to it as long as there are a few mini marshmallows in there. He's like, okay, I'll eat all the other things if I get the mini marshmallows. It's all a bribe. All of it is a bribe. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Fruit and nut butter – or fruit and like nut butter plus yogurt. You know, you can make yep. like a little three ingredient dip where it's like honey, peanut butter, 
and yogurt, and the kids love that with all kinds of fresh fruit. Yeah, we do that apples. too. It's we a good eat a one. lot of ap- sliced apples, apple sauce with a little bit of nut butter or chopped up nuts. But again, we're mostly eating these snacks at home. So they're not really great on the go snacks. I second the Z bars and the made good bars for on the go snacks. I'm like drawing a blank on what we eat on the go for snacks. The on the go is just a really tough one. And we'll just have to pose it in our listeners group as well. Um, Oh, I actually want to add that I had another mom friend recently say that she, for her second grader, like one year older than Ella, she keeps this stuff on hand for her to make quesadillas in the microwave. Yeah, So she just does like tortillas with cheese when they get home. And I think that's so brilliant. That is a really good one. And I've done that a couple of times because I think that somebody recommended that to me in our listeners group early on uh, when we were still in flag football season. And someone was like, why don't you just make that right before you go out the door and just make it in the microwave? I mean, it's not as good, obviously, as, you know, when you make it in the pan, but it's super quick. You take two minutes before you run out the door and then, you know, you have a nice like proteiny and my kids actually will eat like spinach in their quesadilla too. So like, they're cool with that. So I can just throw some pre-washed baby spinach in there. A hand a clap hand for that. Clap behind that. Like, see that Isaac and Oliver? Um, Something to look forward to. A day when my kids won't go, ooh, is that spinach? Oh, oh yeah. Mom, when did you the- ruin it with parsley? Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so funny. And also, uh, when I'm home and I have some time, I like to make chia pudding, which my kids love, and it's so easy. I mean, when I say I have time, it literally takes 10 minutes to It prep. takes like two seconds. Yeah. But you sh- and you shared um your recipe for chia pudding either on your Instagram where you're at Stacey Billis or in our listeners group. I don't because remember, we but about I'll it recently. Re- we'll redo it. We'll reshare it. Okay. Because you can we'll never share, share too much. You can never share too much. And we talked about the DIY trail mix. Also, oh, muffins. Muffins. Oh, I Oliver and muffins. I love making muffins. And in Make It Easy, I have a really great, like, basic muffin that I'll also share. I'll share it on my Instagram or on the Didn't I Just Feed You Instagram. Like a basic yeah. muffin recipe that you can pretty much add anything to and you make it in one bowl. So if you don't like chocolate chips, throw in bananas or strawberries or blueberries. It's a really simple, easy recipe. Can you lean it savory? Can it have like cheddar cheese yeah, and apples? Yeah, totally. I've done yeah. cheddar cheese and ham in that, which mm. is really nice too. And then you can use it for school lunch and they freeze beautifully. So like make a big double batch, put them in the freezer and then pop them out and either defrost them on the counter in the fridge overnight. If you have a microwave, you can pop them in the f- microwave really quickly. Either way, muffins are also like one of Oliver's favorite after school snacks. Man, that's such smushed, a good reminder. But- that you can do, that we should, if you have meal planning and meal prep time built into your week, you should plan for snacks. I think that probably makes it a lot easier if you can make like one batch of muffins or just some hard boiled eggs, or you can make some hummus or crisp some chickpeas in the oven and like have a couple days worth of snacks from that you prepped from the weekend into the rest of the week. I think makes those three hellish hours just a little tiny bit easier. Yeah. And you know, this is the thing that makes it, that makes snack time and talking about it tricky because 
you just have to choose in some ways between like, are you going to invest time? Are you going to invest money? Are you, you know, like, are you splitting the difference? Is it for on the go or for home? Because one of those things, you know, you kind of have to, you kind of have to pick a lane. It gets tricky. But either way, I think we threw out a lot of ideas. That should be a meme somewhere. We didn't solve anything, but we threw out some ideas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going to skip food emojis this week, but I do want to know before we go, we've got just a few more minutes. What are your favorite snacks? What do you feed yourself? At 3 p.m. when you're, like, trying to wrap up writing or recipe development and you ha- then you have to go get the boys, what do you eat? Okay. So the truth is that I really like eating, like, a nine-year-old, too. <laughs> I really <laughs> love – Doritos, pizza. I, like, I, I – oh, I love a slice of pizza from the pizzeria at snack time, but it's a little much. I like string cheese or cheese and crackers. I really like hummus, toast – um, I toast really, is so good. I toast it's is so, so good. freaking good. What up to cinnamon toast with some <gasps> butter? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like plain Greek yogurt, uh, topped various ways, but you know, I love my sour cherries. I know. Um, I also like, uh, a bowl of cereal. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things is a bowl of cereal. It's super satisfying. These I do. Smoothies. I love smoothies. How about you, Megan? Um, I've I've been doing a lot of smoothies in the afternoon for myself, especially like if I have to do pickup and walk to school, I'll make myself a smoothie for the walk there. Yep. And then also other drinks like the the 3 p.m. hour is when I like to have a matcha if I'm feeling like really tired and I make it with whole milk so that it's filling and it has a little bit of protein. Um, Same thing with I just – yeah, I just also discovered this really cool, like, Boise-based brand. It's, like, superfood honey, and it has, like, turmeric and black <gasps> pepper and, like, all these warming spices in it. And I just, like, warm up some milk and put a little bit of that in it, and it's, like, a golden milk drink to have I in the afternoon that's, like, super that. easy. I love an RX bar, but I don't yeah. buy them for myself very often. I do love and those, also, too. I ha- you know that I love a chocolate bar? Right. Uh-huh. Like we talk about that, that I usually have a secret stash of chocolate bars. But lately I've been buying like the peanut butter almond cup, almond peanut butter cups. What do I want to call them? Either Trader Joe's or there's this brand called Theo's. I think that's the name of oh, it. Oh, yeah. 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 They have like a dark chocolate salted almond cup. And there's like two. That's what I'll, I mean. I have sweets. I have a sweet tooth. I have sweets for my snacks in the afternoon. Good for you. <laughs> I like it. I love I like it. it. Well, if I start with sweets, I can't stop. So yeah. I got to keep it. I got to keep it safe, except for my cereal. You Wait. know, my favorite is like, uh, what are they? Panda Panda Punch? The peanut butter ones. Ooh. We and Mom's Best. We fell in love with the Mom's Best Cocoa oh, yeah. Krispies Me last too. year. And actually, we have a box of those in the um, pantry right now. I might need to go eat some oh, after I love that stuff. I can't find it in New York City. Mom's <laughs> Best, you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> They'll probably ship to you if you ask them. Yeah. All right. I also want to add that... I like to have a cocktail in the afternoon if I'm going to have a cocktail. Have we ever talked about this? That my favorite time to drink is in the afternoon so I can like have a drink and then do like be done drinking before dinner <laughs> and then be ready to go to bed when it's bedtime. Oh my gosh. I can't like I drink and then I go to sleep. <laughs> I'm like drink yeah. done. If I drink, I'm like, bye-bye everybody. <laughs> also, also the cocktail helps when Mom my kids done. are like, I'm so hungry. I need a bye. snack. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Mama needs a cocktail. Happy hour for everybody. Uh, And on that that note. (laughs) 
You can find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram and Facebook, where you can also join our private listeners group. The answer to the secret question is whiskey. And when you get in there, let's start a thread about your favorite snacks and what you do for after-school snacks on the go and at home. Most importantly, subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You so you don't miss a single episode. And if you like what you hear, tell your friends about us and leave a review on iTunes. We read every single one and love them and appreciate it. Thank you so much. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jay Mando. A huge thank you to our editors, Jeremy Enns, Samantha Gatsik, and the team at Counterweight Creative. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to smash all five stars on iTunes and subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding us kids and families. Mom, I want a snack. Is that all? Are there more? Stay safe and well fed. Until next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.